Yo, 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 it's the PDOT Show. I'm your host of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Let's go. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Episode number three of season cuatro. Four, hey, let's go, hey, hey, let's go, we're back again, it feels good to be back, I can smell victory, okay, hey, what's going on, y'all, it feels good to be back, I am back again, it feels good to be back, I can always say that it's a beautiful day, it's a beautiful time, even though with everything that's going on in the world right now, it feels good to be back. Okay? So here we go. Today's episode is called Generational Gap. Okay? And I know it's a lot of things going on in the world right now. A lot. And right now it's the time that we need to come together. You know, and I, I say that and people are like, you always say you got to come together. Like We have to. We have to come together. There are so many different things that take us away from the main goal and the goal is to have an elevator mindset so no matter where you go in life you're always bringing someone up with you you're no longer have the gatekeeper mentality where i i set the rules i set the boundaries and that's that and i won't make it to where you can even get close to my level at all that's kind of how i look at you know necessarily uh, if you work for a company, you'll never make more than the owner. Even if you own equity and you're a stakeholder, the 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 way that the design is is that you'll never actually outdo them. And not necessarily saying that you're trying to, but it's a gap in between the hierarchy level. And with that, having said that, you come to the realization like, oh, there's a gap in between how all of this may work and how this all goes about. And there's a gap in between how black people are treated in the United States. There's a gap in between how we come together and either come together or we don't. And sometimes we have to make sure that we come together even when we do, meaning that we have to keep on message, keep the things going. Like, just to give you context, and I and like we, we have a presidential election next week. So... I think it's like six days or so we like we're away from making a difference. And no matter how you look at it, I just want you to go out and vote no matter how you look. I don't care who you vote for. I, I care, but I also you have the value of your choice. OK, um, I value ranked choice voting, actually. OK, because there's a gap in between how the electoral system is even still established. I have things, you know. Questions and concerns still. I mean, because even if you think of the Declaration of Independence, that was in 1776. And that concluded a 56 men coming together saying that all men are created equal. Okay. All men are created equal. So they say. And the Constitution is saying that that's true, but not for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, that's true, but we own people. So at the time, they owned slaves. So yeah, they like, yeah, we'll go with that, but mm, nah, that's why we the constitution is totally different. You look look these things up. 
So that's why I say even voting for then only 20 percent of the population in 1776 and on could only vote. And only white men who owned property or slaves could actually make those rules. But as the population grew, they had to make rules in order to make voting actually harder for people. So there's a gap in between how they saw how things went and who voted for who, because I think in some era in like in New Jersey, and I want to say around like in the 1800s, they, they were non-citizens can vote, but they made it to where they saw, wait a minute, you guys don't have the radical ideas that we have. So we're going to make laws to make it harder for you to vote. You think about that. You say your vote isn't important, but, but just think of how many ways that people make it hard for people to vote. If it wasn't necessarily important, why are there so many ways to make it hard? Like it, it just wouldn't happen like that, you know? And when people try to defend that, you don't, you don't necessarily have to defend something that's factual and it's already there. That's the truth. That's what it, that's what it is. So with the 15th amendment, black men were able to vote with the 19th amendment, white women were able to vote the 26th amendment. Oh, and then later also the native Americans. And so the 26th amendment was, uh, where the voting age dropped from 28 to 18. So in 2016 alone, over 90% of the population here in the United States could actually vote, but only 56% of us actually used that right. So when you think about all the ways that people were able to vote and they could vote, you you really need to make sure that you can vote. It's very important, but it's a larger gap to what I'm saying even right now. So one thing that that I understood too, and I want people to, uh, to understand one of the bills that I've been reading upon for the past couple of months, it actually passed in the House of Representatives, is the H.R. 5309, which is the Crown Act. And this bill uh, prohibits discrimination based on your hair texture. You know, there was an actual case where a kid had dreadlocks. I won't say locks. I don't want to say dreadlocks. He had locks of hair, and it was beyond 30 inches of the 30-year-old rule for a school that the rules were made by somebody who didn't even look like him, didn't have the same hue. So a lot of things, well, a lot of these bills and a lot of these laws were written by people who don't even look like me. And I'll get to that gap because there's a larger gap into even childhood traumatizations that I still deal with as a grown man. And let me not even categorize this in just being a grown man. There are a lot of even there are people even older than me who walk around with traumatizations and they've never addressed it. They've never addressed the gap into how they first started feeling about. However, their their feelings took them to another place. And if you don't have anyone to talk to about those things, because if you feel like what you're saying is soft, is sensitive, nine times out of 10, especially speaking as a black man, you are not going to come forth with that information. You know, even in my field and what I'm doing right now, I come across young men all the time, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. We, we build a rapport. We talk and, you know, they come to me with issues and things that they feel like they can't talk to other people about because there are plenty of young men that look like me that wish they had somebody that looked like me to talk to. And they'll tell them certain things that they won't necessarily say to someone else because they're so judgmental. And it's an uncomfortable feeling when you can't get out how you feel. I, all, I felt like that growing up, you know, and it's just it wasn't my parents fault. They had certain ways that they were brought up. They had certain ways that they were uh, told to do and what not to do. I feel like with this generation alone, though, that gap is we're bridging it. 
<laughs> and I mean, we're bridging it to a whole new degree. We're not just sitting down and just taking the because I said so mentality that that never really set well with me anyway. But it was like I was a kid. I couldn't feed or clothe myself. So a lot of times you was like, hey, you got to you got to do what you got to do to get by. Even in your own household, it was like, hey, you got to stick to the rules and do what you have to do. And you couldn't question anything. I remember my, my grandmother, may she rest in peace. I love my grandmother. I remember asking her one time, uh, she had a, this big case of pills, and it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I remember asking my grandmother, I was like, hey, grandma. I'm like, I'm like well, why do you take so many pills? She said, oh, well, boy, you know, I, you know, I just, I just got to take them. And I was like, okay, but why? And she said, now, look, boy, I, I told you, I, I just got to take them. You know, but that's kind of that that mentality of like, hey, you know, you do as I say type thing. And if I I felt like if I probably asked again, it probably would have got, you know, you know, I would have got reprimanded in some type of fashion. But that that also plays a part into how we eat. You know, a lot of people like to say, well, my grandmother ate this way. Well, why would you still want to eat certain things that's not good for you? Those are systemic issues that we must address moving forward as a culture because I was watching the great debaters this past week and one thing that I saw that he said about the whole Jim Crow law is that the Europeans went to go the people here in the United States they went to Europe to go find Jim Crow because his system was so diabolical so wicked but yet so effective that they wanted to inherit and treat their slaves the same way that he got Europe all tamed and ready to go. So the one thing about it is that in those times, they want to take the body. You know, no, they want you to keep the body and they take the mind. Keep the body, take the mind. So we have this freedom because we have the body. We can go as we please, do what we want, say what we want. But where is our mind at? That's another gap of generational gap. We all come from different phases of life. We all grew up with different advice. So the one thing is that people like to f- surround themselves with people who have like-minded mentalities, but they don't want to ever be told something different that goes against their narrative. And that's not the way to live. You can't, now I say you can't because you can go with that way, but you'll see how far you go and the people who actually attract themselves to you, and then you become a product of the environment you set yourself in because now you're soaking in the people who only told you what you wanted to hear. And that's not the way a proper life should be led, but I'm not here to judge. I'm trying to learn this out and figure it out just like the next person. The one thing is is that I take my time and I make things make sense. You know, when I sat in the hospital bed and I wanted to talk to somebody so bad about having bleeding while going to the washroom. Right. I wanted to talk to somebody so bad. But the way society was set up. You couldn't do that. You I couldn't even like who was I going to go to to say that, hey, man, when I go to the bathroom, I bleed, man. Like, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It just happens. Like I, I dealt with that for five years. I dealt with that for five years, man. Like, and cause it would, it would come, it would go, it would come, it would go. And I was like, all right, 
Yet again, I think you just said that there are young men, men, even 25, 30 years old, that look like me, that wish they had somebody that looked like me that would talk to them about these type of things. You see what I'm saying? I, I had seven polyps in my colon. I end up having seven polyps. So, And one of them was a, a cancerous polyp. And just to think that, I'm like, wow, that almost took me out because I almost had to wear a colostomy bag because of it. And if they couldn't get to it, it almost exploded in my intestines. So there's another gap that we have that I, I, I want to bridge that gap. But like I said, this younger generation, I applaud the generation, my own generation, the younger generation, because you're not just taking this saying this is that old Jim Crow type systemic problems that we have. There are many different things that, you know, that, that, that we have, the, the tools that we can use that we didn't have back then. Our parents didn't have, you know, there are a lot of uh, parents who look at us like our parents, their parents. They look at us like, man, you guys have everything at your disposal. You can get anything at the at a, a snap of a finger. And I just want all of us to really come together to understand that you need to face those traumas. Talk about these issues. Find someone that you can talk to about these issues. Listen to this podcast. I have I've talked about my depression. I've talked about my anxiety. I've talked about not loving myself, but you have to love yourself enough to get rid of the people who drain you. You cannot live a prosperous life if you consistently remain consistent with the leeches around you. I'm going to always make sure that I reiterate this fact is that leeches drain you. No matter if it's in your bloodline or not, you cannot Say that you love yourself enough if you go into situations knowing that this situation is going to drain you. That's something that it, 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 it's not about it not making sense. It's about trying to figure it out. Just figure it out. And then we can try to make it make sense because I know by me, myself, I'm an overthinker. I overthink a lot of things. And I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on not overthinking. I'm working on saying, you know what? This is my mind. This is my body. This is my spirit. That's where my meditation comes in. And meditation just takes you to a place that, you know, I've never really been before. And it's so comforting. It's so refreshing because I get to pray about all my flaws, but they're not necessarily flaws. They're lessons within a lesson. I'm always learning something. I'm always reading something. I'm always trying to make sure that I keep myself aware of my surroundings. So get out and make sure that you vote. Voting is very, very, very important. You know, many rights, many people have bled and died and had so many things taken away from them because they didn't have a voice. And I know there are many people who want to just put situations and put bad karma on saying, well, this doesn't matter. This doesn't. Yes, it does. Just keep working hard. Don't pay attention to the naysayers. Stop paying attention to the leeches. They're there to drain you. That's their only purpose. That's their only position in life is to they see what you're carrying. They don't want you. They see what you're carrying, but you got to manifest what you're carrying. So no matter what you're carrying, no one can take it from you because you have to love yourself about that. They want what you're carrying. And when people feel like they can't do something, they will try to detract you from doing it because they see it on you. They see the light. They see where you're going. 
And they always want to put a bad connotation to something that you're doing. It's like, no, you know what you need to do when you have that manipulate the situation. And, you know, people look at the word manipulation and like, well, that's bad. You can't put a bad connotation with that. That's No, it's not always bad. It's about how you view it. Give you an example. If your shirt is wrinkled and you iron it, you just manipulated your shirt. Is it a bad thing? No. We must take the pride out of a lot of these words and really look back and see what's in front of you. That's where I'm at. I mean, it's a, it's a gap. Like, like the way that we were brought up, like I, like the way I raised my children, I don't raise them the way that I was brought up. It's just like, I just, I don't curse around my kids. I don't curse at my kids. Like that's, uh, you know, just even making them feel inferior to each other. Like you don't, you just don't do that. You know, like it's too much to, to, to lose when you got so much that you can be gaining right now. Like don't, Pay attention to the small stuff. Take care of your responsibility. Take care of your family. Okay? Those are the most important things, right? Now. Take care of your sanity. Take care of your sanity first. That's that's the most important thing. You need your sanity first to make sure that you can do for yourself and then you can do for others. That's my job. That's what I get up to do every single day. My job is to put a smile on someone's face no matter what. No matter what. Whether it's me working out, me cooking vegan food, me just giving an inspirational word, me telling you I love you because that's something that people don't hear every single day. You'll be surprised at how many people don't actually hear that they're loved. And then they go days, then they go months, then years. And before you figure it out, you're like, wow, this is just a heartbroken person that doesn't think love exists. Same thing with me. I, I, I Men grow up without being loved, without being shown that. It's that it's always got to be tough. You can't cry. You can't get these emotions out. Why? I'm human. So now I'm going to grow up an angry man because I never got a chance to be creative with my feelings. You, you, you already told me how to feel. You told me, like, life is already allocated. Your time is allocated as a, as a kid, especially if you have, uh, your parents have a strict hold on it. So a lot of times you can't maneuver well, at least I know I couldn't. Let me not speak for everybody. <laughs> Let me not speak for everybody because my household was different. <laughs> it was different. You know, you, you didn't question any of those type of things, man. You 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 stuck to the code and you did what you was told. You you didn't go against the grain like that, man. You had a lot to lose. You know, but we we have to still come together. So like look. I'm going to wrap this up, man. I, I, I really am glad to be back. It, it just, I know it's a serious time, man. It's a very, very serious time. But like I said, I want you all to get out and vote. We have so much that we can do. Um, just seeing a lot a, a lot of the things, like I, I like following politics. It's, it's been a, a thing of mine as well. For the last four or five years, I've really, really, really been in tune and trying to make a, a change, a difference in not only my community, but nationally the whole nine like there are so many different ideas i have and i've been blessed to be putting opportunities where i can finally start getting my voice heard because there are people who look like me who want to do the same thing you know and that's big you know you don't want to grow up a a angry man and then you grow up angry black man and now you got so many rules against you that that's going to take care of your anger 
since you couldn't manage it's like you you are being told how to act and how to be be managed the whole way through your life and you think about that like man i you know i, I couldn't express myself so when i did finally express myself i got in trouble and then the trouble i got in is gonna make sure that since i was in trouble that i can't have a voice in making something right you know there i mean i don't even want to get into the whole other political realm of it but it's just right is right fair is fair so i like to go with fairness because i who's always say what is right you get enough people around you they can say that's right and someone else can say that's right. i want to be fair at least just be fair treat me fair love me fair at least with that at the end of the day i can say you know what i can walk away both walking away with something that i didn't know that's just the way i look at it that's the way i view it so Having said that, uh, no. <laughs> hey, um, on that note, I'm get out of here, man. And I'll see y'all next week. So, like I always say, love.